This episode is brought to you by RV Share. RV Share provides RV rentals, motorhomes, and camper rentals directly from local owners. You can rent an RV for your next camping trip, go on a tour of all the amazing national parks, or even visit Disneyland on a budget. Each rental comes with worry-free guarantee protection for your trip, so you're covered every step of the way. Plus, you get 24-7 emergency roadside assistance on every booking. Don't have a truck to pull an RV? No problem. You'll find the best RV rental specials in your area with a wide range of inventory from affordable pop-ups to luxury motorhomes. You can even book a rental that is budget-friendly with prices ranging from just $50 per night. Go to hashtag coloradolife.com slash RVShare to rent your next RV and save up to 25% on travel costs. Did you know Santa Claus visits Colorado last on his trip around the world? That's right. Learning from his past experiences, eating all the pot-laced brownies and other edibles did not help make the gift-giving journey an easy one. He ended up needing Mrs. Claus to be his designated driver. My name is Ryan, a born and raised Colorado native. And I'm Carrie, a Texas transplant and a Colorado newbie. And this is the Hashtag Colorado Life Podcast, where we help newcomers and natives explore like a local. Together, we're a married couple living along the front range in Colorado. Wow, so these uh, Colorado State facts are getting more and more legit, I think, right? Anyways, <laughs> today we're talking about the top holiday events and festive celebrations that are in Colorado. This is an extra special time of year that, you know, pretty much everybody loves. The mountains are white and the cities are welcoming and everything is aglow with lights and other holiday decorations. I totally love it. There are countless events and celebrations you can attend in the state, so we're just going to mention the most popular favorites or the ones that we've been to. In no particular order, let's just dive right in. First up is Camp Christmas in Aurora. Uh, It has a 10,000 square foot installation that takes people through a journey of different eras of Christmas celebration with extravagant decor. It starts with ancient Rome and continues through the different eras all the way to present day and each has their own narrative. Uh, it's created by Colorado-based installation artist Lonnie Hansen of Hansen Studios, and Camp Christmas will run November 21st through January 5th of this year, and I guess of next. Yeah, this is the first time that they've done this Camp Christmas in Aurora, so I personally am really excited to check it out. And I'm a history nerd, so I totally want to go see like the ancient Rome stuff. Yeah, it'll be really fun. I hope that this year is really popular. Um, So like you said, through January 5th, 2020, and then maybe next year they'll do it again. That'd be great. Yeah, tickets are on sale at denvercenter.org, so you can definitely check that out. Next on the list is Santa's Village at Chatfield Farms. And this is a really fun one for all ages. You can take a hayride, watch a movie at Santa's Cinema, walk under the light displays, tour a real elf workshop with elves actually in there, and kids can even play in a giant snow globe. It's really cool. You can also meet Santa, Mrs. Claus, and all the reindeer. It's hosted by Denver Botanic Gardens at Chatfield Farms, obviously. And tickets can be found at botanicgardens.org. Can you name all nine reindeer? Is anybody out there that can do it? I don't think I can. I know I can. Let me just whip out my phone. That's cheating. (laughs) (laughs) There's Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen and Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. Look, right off the top of my head. Is that nine? Well, Rudolph. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't think that one needed to be said. <laughs> you said nine. So. They all okay. rhyme, and it's like such a good flow. And then there's Rudolph. Rudolph, he's the, the, he's the outcast. outcast. Yeah. yeah. He couldn't join in any reindeer games. Mm, poor yeah. guy. 
Back into it, there is the North Pole in Colorado Springs. It is actually a Santa and Christmas-themed amusement park that is open year-round. It has 25 rides, and they're all kind of like more aimed for uh, like kiddie rides, so smaller. And it has the highest altitude Ferris wheel in North America. And it is great for if you have people coming in this time of year because it's extra special to go see Santa in this time of year. You know, it's kind of weird to go to... See Santa in, like, the middle of July. In the North Pole. Yeah, in the yeah. North Pole. No, but it does sound really fun to, like, take family members who are coming in from out of town. And great for everybody in the family, kids, too. And one of the rides is called the Helter Skelter. And That sounds scary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very right. Christmas-themed. Another classic is to hit up the Nutcracker. This year, the Colorado Youth Ballet and Colorado Ballet Society share a 75-minute production of the Nutcracker. There are over 150 dancers who bring this awesome classic to life, and it's a perfect thing for evening or weekend activities for all adults and kids. True story. I've never been to the Nutcracker. I've been a few times. It's really interesting. It also can be quite scary if you have young children. Yeah. Well, you know, like nutcrackers coming to life and all the different things that happen. It's kind of weird. Is it like Toy Story? Like like the the kids? The big rats. Toys come to? Yeah. Oh, big rats. Good. Mm Mm-hmm. Next up is Christmas musicals here in Colorado, and one that I am looking forward to is A Colorado Christmas at the Bocher Concert Hall, and it's actually hosted by the Colorado Symphony. I've always enjoyed symphonies. I really actually like that type of music. It's very relaxing to me. So this is one that I am indeed looking forward to checking out. Uh, You can find out more about them at coloradosymphony.org. They have other Christmas musicals that are available this time of year, like A Christmas Carol, Or one of my other favorites, Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And most of the musicals are available from the last few weeks of November through mid to end of December every year. So if you want to get an exact uh, outline of everything that's available, go to denver.org slash milehighholidays for more information. Or you can even check out your local city's website and culture center for all the different Christmas musicals they have available. We will also link to everything that we have mentioned here and continue to talk about all the links and resources over on our website at hashtag coloradolife.com. Moving on to a favorite of mine is the Blossoms of Light, which is hosted by the Denver Botanic Gardens. And this is a really cool 360-degree immersive light experience all along the gardens and pathways that are all lit up in the Denver Botanic Gardens downtown. Um, It's something that we actually go see every year um, because if you're a Denver Botanic Gardens member, you actually get two free tickets. So it's really fun and a frugal event to have fun at. But in classic Colorado style... Um, It was actually very cold, and it's usually very cold to go there, so be sure to bundle up if you're going there with friends and family. Uh, Last year we went there, and it was very cold. I mean, I can't remember exactly, but probably somewhere in the 20s or teens or something. And we had our snow gear on and everything in our snow boots, and it was pretty chilly. But they do offer really awesome uh, hot chocolate and other tea and coffee that you can purchase for hot drinks to, to warm you up. There are also some holiday-themed concerts. Um, I know as a kid, I used to go to Trans-Siberian Orchestra, not every year, but pretty often. And I know you did, too. Oh, my gosh. I love Trans-Siberian Orchestra. They actually have a new show that has come out in the past couple years. So it's not like the same show that you see every single time. So I used to go uh, pretty much every Christmas when I lived in Texas. They would come and um, right around like December 20th every year. So it was like perfectly right before uh, Christmas. And mine would usually be in November, and I always remember really enjoying it. And it's just like, it's, it's a rock opera about Christmas. How cool. Mm-hmm. 
There's also Lindsay Sterling's Warmer in the Winter Tour that we've been to twice now for our anniversaries. It's a really cool tour. Um, if you know who Lindsay Sterling is, she is a dancer who also plays the violin at the same time. Well, she is a violinist. Okay, she's violinist that dances. Like, she's really good at playing the violin. We're talking, like, epically good. She practiced a lot when she was a kid. It's gotten scholarships, everything. So she's not a dancer. She's officially a violinist. Okay, I was trying to think of the word violinist. <laughs> yes. But that is a really cool tour, and we really enjoyed it. And it's kind of become now our tradition more so than the uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra is. And then I also saw this one when we were researching, and I want to go see. I really want to go see Home Alone in Concert. Yeah, the Colorado Symphony Orchestra also plays this one, but it's only available for one night in November this year so far. Um, And again, it is at the Bocher Concert Hall in Denver's Performing Arts Complex. Parades are also really cool this time of year. The Nine News Parade of Lights in Denver is one of the most popular holiday events every year. It travels through downtown Denver and features elaborate floats, balloons, marching bands, and of course, Santas. Usually, you have two days to enjoy the parade, so just check out the local Nine News for details. Um, Many other Colorado cities also have their own local parades, like we went to one last year in Colorado Springs. And that was really fun. We'll definitely hit up that again this year. So be sure to check out your local newspaper or TV news website for the exact dates and times. Whenever I see them say that it'll be a two-day parade, I just imagine them going for like 48 hours Okay, nonstop. but it's not a two-day. It's available <laughs> on two different days. <laughs> That's yes. just my brain. Well, speaking of lights and stuff, uh, the Denver Zoo and the Cheyenne Mountain Zoo, they always have really cool displays. I know here in Colorado Springs at the Cheyenne Mountain Zoo, they have one called the Electric Safari, where they have all the stuff lit up and they make little light displays of like animals. Like there's a lion leaping over a log, you know, made of light. It's pretty cool. It's fun to see. Um... The Denver one, it features 70 acres of illuminated sculptures, as well as offering a host of activities and attractions. So really cool. It's another one where you really want to bundle up, make sure, because you're going to be outside. But it's fun to go get like hot chocolate with the kids afterwards. Yeah, the Denver Zoo's uh, Zoo Lights is what it's called. Is actually the largest lighting event in the Rockies. Finally, one of my absolute favorite traditions that I enjoy doing since we moved to Colorado is hitting up holiday train rides. And there are lots of different ones throughout the state that you can check out, so we're just going to list some of the most popular ones. So all of these train rides will be the normal train rides that go throughout the year, but they're just going to kind of change it up, and they are going to have that more Christmassy or holiday feel. Uh, the Santa Express in the Royal Gorge in Canyon City is really cool. We've talked about the can- or the Royal Gorge in a past episode. Very cool place. And doing like a theme about Christmas could just totally turn that into super fun. Yeah, and the Georgetown Loop also does a holiday theme this time of year where they do offer uh, sweet treats and holiday drinks and fun activities at the end of the loop. The Polar Express train ride in Durango is also another really popular one. Um, All of these holiday-themed train rides go through the mountains, and they're happening all throughout the season. And there's lots of activities and events once the train arrives at the destination. A lot of them allow you to meet Santa and Mrs. Claus and get your picture taken and stuff like that. Also at the Colorado Railroad Museum, every year around Christmas time, they do a rendition of the children's book Polar Express that is theatrically recreated for adults and kids alike. A lot of the kids will actually show up in their pajamas. Yeah, they want to encourage people to, you know, make it like the real Polar Express and so kids can go and visit it and really immerse themselves in the experience. And you can find out more about that one at coloradorailroadmuseum.org. 
At the end of every show, we like to end with a tip for finding free or affordable activities in Colorado. Each year during the holidays, local neighbors install elaborate Christmas lights that are synced with music. It's actually a really cool show. Using a shortwave radio, homeowners can transmit music that is played through your car's radio to match different light performances for Christmas lights that are displayed on their houses and in their yard. You can drive around different neighborhoods within the state for free and tune into the right radio station. They usually have it like listed on a sign or some sort of note or something out in the front of the house. Um, one thing I wanted to say is that this may be a free activity for you, but I guarantee you it is not free or frugal for the homeowners who have to pay that electric bill. The one that we saw last year that really sticks in my mind was just like completely over the top. It was so cool. They had different parts of their yard lighting up at different times, plus the garage, plus the house. Like it was just so crazy cool. Could you imagine being the neighbors? Oh, and the neighbors probably don't like it. Yeah, because the streets are also very busy with all the cars driving up and down and like sitting out in front of their yard or their their driveway. But, yeah, but it's a really cool experience, and it only happens, you know, a couple of, of weeks out of the year because they're not going to run their electric bill for, like, six weeks. So you're basically going to get it a few weeks in December, and that's it. This sounds like a very HOA-themed approved activity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, that pretty much sums up this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. To learn more about this episode and the resources that we shared, visit our website, hashtag coloradolife.com. And as a heads up, we will be taking time off to celebrate our own holiday traditions, and we'll be back to our regular podcast publishing schedule in February. So in the meantime, we will likely be releasing a few bonus episodes here and there, so stay tuned. Yeah, it'll be a really fun time to take a break and enjoy the holidays, but we will definitely be sad that we won't be recording until the new year again. Thanks again so much for listening. Until next time, get out there and explore our beautiful state. 